Jackie, I'm ready to be wowed. You're, you're ready to be wowed? Are we all ready to be wowed? You've been saving this story for me I, all week. Honestly. I have been so patient. I know, and I don't usually like to do this, but I feel like your reaction mm. is so important to the story. Bring it. Girl, first off, looking great. Just wanted to say, sun's out, gun's out. I'm yeah. enjoying, enjoying the look. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, stop it. Don't stop, ever. Don't ever stop. Okay, so, story. It's like I almost like have a hard time getting into it because there's so much goodness to the story. Just give it to me so, already. I'm, I've been, I'm I know, so I know. I'm hyping it up too much and it's yeah. not watch is not gonna be as good as you think. <laughs> okay. So um, just to give you guys a little context, our beautiful listeners who are listening to us, um, the story takes place over the span of a few months because it's a realization story. It's an aha moment situation. Ooh. Essentially, I don't have a type of guy, and we've talked about this, Adriana. I, tall, short, big, small, wherever you are from the world, I love you, right? Yeah. Or I don't. Well, you don't. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're in the same thing. like Pretty much. Like, I've, I've often been surprised. But sometimes I've just looked at this person and been like, oh, I, I guess I, I like you now. Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess you're, I'm into this now, yeah. whatever, whatever this is. But I've always wondered about who are the guys who are into me, right? Like if I attract a certain type of dude. Mm-hmm. And this week I had this moment of like, oh shit, if this is the type of dude I attract, I have questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we need to figure this shit out. Uh, baby Jesus, <laughs> what's going on? What is happening? So we're going to rewind to March of this year where um, I matched with a guy on Bumble, seemingly normal, right? Really like good looking dude job spoke four languages well-traveled like well-educated you name it we match and i coined him as the sexual deviant i remember it well right okay Mm -hmm. this guy was full of surprises in that the seemingly normal guy who i hadn't yet met was so open about his life and his preferences from the standpoint of like sex and relationships so highlight because I could literally talk about this guy for hours, but highlight, uh, he was in a one-year polygamous relationship with uh, two women that only ended because he fell in love with another woman. (laughs) Busy man. Busy man, listen. Um, He would watch hours, he would marathon watch porn, like four or five hours at any one time uh, and had very specific tastes. And is this the one also that had a certain predilection for having sex with women when they were asleep. That's right. That so was cool. That was like the nympho sexual cherry on top to the story was that he <laughs> tried to convince me full on that women love being fucked while they sleep. No bueno. Listen, there's all kinds of red flags that came up. So in addition to that, there was also the fact that um, he cheated on his wife on several of his girlfriends and had no issues telling me prior to meeting me. Um, He also uh, was the one who uh, purchased interesting toys to help him uh, self-satisfy, if you will. Um, I didn't realize that this was so popular, but he owned a silicone fucking vagina that he would, that he said feels like like the real thing. Are they called fleshlights or something? Are they? Yeah. Oh girl, you know way more than I do. I, uh, I read. 
I, I read. I, I dabble. <laughs> also, I think those are the ones that whenever I walk by a sex store or I'm in a sex store, you see they them. are the ones that terrify me the most yeah. because they're the most unattractive things. And I can understand why, like, visually, lady boner killer. Just Oh, boom. 100%. 100%. If so, I see that, I, I think I go into, like, a little baby anxiety attack. Like, yeah. It, it's not pretty. It's just weird. Right? Yeah. Anyway, so. All this to say that this dude, okay, was pursuing me quite um, intensely mm-hmm. and was, I think, trying to groom me. But, like, I really wasn't having it. So even after I, so even after I knew all this, I went on a walking date through, mm-hmm. you know, the old part of town to see what was up and see if, like, he was normal or not. And eventually I was like, this is not going to happen. And, you know. I remember it well. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, this is kind of strange, like what's going on with this dude like not what I would normally think would be my type so let's now fast forward to this week match with this guy on hinge okay seemingly normal dude attractive we have a little text message going back and forth flirty but would you say hypersexual absolutely not like a little giggly here winky face there you know like keeping it light at one point I asked him, what is the most surprising thing about you? Seemingly like... That's just a normal that's question. That's a fucking normal question. That could be like uh, anything at all. Really? Like I enjoy grocery shopping. Right. Or something. Okay. Do you want to know what I actually... Please, Jackie. So I get a picture. Uh... And the picture... A dick pic would have been welcomed at this point. <laughs> that's like how fucking... Like I got a picture of whips chains uh dog collar um handcuffs i believe there was a cock ring in there too but like i am not well versed enough to really know if that what it was and that was what he sent me so but wait so hold on are we talking like in a dungeon were these all on walls on hooks or did he just have them arrayed just displayed just displayed on your on your like you know on your nightstand that's where it was and I had questions, obviously. Obviously. So one of my questions was, do you just casually have those out all the time or are they stored away? And the answer was they're usually stored away. But yeah. So here we are in a situation where now in the span of three months, essentially, I've had two guys with very intense sexual um, preferences, if you will. That are very like domination control. Very domination yeah. control. Who've not only liked my profile, engaged in conversation with me, but also felt open enough to tell me these things prior to even meeting me. Mm-hmm. Like quickly. Like quickly. So this is my question. Am I attracting guys who have really intense sexual desires? Like, are you thinking that maybe because you, you're type A... That they're that they see a type A type woman and they think I need to break her. No idea. I am really in a point where I'm starting to wonder if I'm projecting something out there that is attracting these kinds of dudes, or if there's something physically about me, something I put on my profile that is doing that. It's an interesting question, and I think back to your comment about grooming, but you can only learn so much about someone on their profile right even hinge which allows you to put more personality into it like essentially you're going to learn a few things about somebody but like you're not going to necessarily unless you say hi i'm a type a personality exactly it's are they just 
essentially picking a few people that they intuitively think might be open to it? Well, this was the question because... FYI, the the guy that I just matched with that showed me the the whips mm. change. I'm still talking to him because I'm like super interested in the situation sociologically, but Amazing. also he's actually a really interesting dude. But that's another story for another day. The question is, can you work through the whips and chains? You know what I mean? Like, so I asked him at one point. I said, "Do you usually send this picture to like the girls you're chatting with?" And he goes, "Fuck no." I'm like, "So then, <laughs> so then." Why are you sending, like, why did you feel comfortable sending it to me? He goes, I don't know. I just had a feeling. So, like, what is it that I'm doing that's giving these guys a feeling that I'm, you know, more open or more, like, I? because I don't think I put that out there. I think my questions from the get-go are very, like, normal. Or because, okay, I made the assumption that they want to control. But maybe because you come across as someone who's very confident because you are very confident in your in your interactions maybe they're thinking that you're someone who can play at their level and that you'd be open to it because you understand power dynamics so here's my next question two guys in the span of three months and it's not like i'm talking to like hundreds of guys Mm -hmm. right is this whole like dom bdsm like whips and chains becoming very mainstream now or you think it's the same as before I think it's just, I think honestly, it's the same as before because honestly, I've, I've been on the dating apps maybe a little bit longer than you, maybe slightly. Well, a couple maybe of days, know. but, uh, I have to say for me, there's always been, when I was on the apps, there were always two or three a year that made very specific requests. Right. And what I actually enjoyed about them is that they were upfront and they said, look, this is what I'm looking for. If you're not down for this, then we might as well figure it out now because it's not going to go anywhere. Fair. And um, I remember one in particular, he said, oh, I'm just going to send you an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, girl, that's the way to my heart, though. See? <laughs> an Excel and spreadsheet. In it, And in it, he just said, you know, maybe put a little check mark next to things that you're okay with and things that you're not. Oh, that's a really interesting approach. I know, right? That's, like, actually really smart. Exactly. And... Um, I wrote back and I said, about 80% of this list doesn't interest me. Fair. Uh, I don't like being peed on. Well. By accident or on purpose. <laughs> so Listen, that, so the golden shower thing. I never understood that. One. I don't understand it either. What is it about being peed on that turns know. people on? If that's your thing, dear listener. Let us know. Please enjoy. But also please enjoy. No shame. No shame. I'm just saying I have always been very clear on what I am and am not open to. And when people talk to me, they are often surprised by what I would be open to. But certain things, no. And the only comment that I that might be useful is this particular person who sent me the spreadsheet... When I wrote back and said, 80% 80 of this is not for me, he said, I sent you this because I knew that you'd be cool about it. You wouldn't freak out. You didn't seem like a drama person. Interesting. So it's more a matter of, though I know you may not be into it, I also know you're not going to shame me for it. Mm -hmm. That's also very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That was also the first time that he, uh, that someone actually asked me to be in a a thruple. A throuple of polyamorous. It wasn't, yeah. He uh, he envisioned actually me, myself. I wasn't dating him. He just liked me. Me, myself, and his other lady just moving into a triplex. Like each of you have your own unit? Yeah. He'd be in the middle and then he could just go downstairs or upstairs as needed. 
See, the, the sexual deviant, as I like to call him from March, mm-hmm. because that was the name we, we he, gave yeah. him, he lived with his polyamorous, like polygamous situation for a year. So the three of them were living in a condo together. Yeah. I was like, I listen, Godspeed to you. But like, I can't get one guy to text me back. And we're talking like <laughs> a solid four on the, on the eligibility scale is like struggling to text me back. Like, how do you find two chicks who are willing to, like, <laughs> share you? And, and like, he's like, oh, it was very intense sex. And I'm like, again, stranger from the internet I've never met. Yeah. Thank you for that information. I don't know your last name. I don't, but... know, I don't know your last... Of course I know his last name. You give me enough kidding. information. Sorry, And sorry. I will find everything about him. I forgot who I'm speaking to. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I don't... I actually think, like, polyamory... Is becoming more popular. More popular, not more mainstream, because that would indicate that more people are adopting the lifestyle. And I don't think that's happening. I think a lot of people are aspiring to it, mm-hmm. because again, when uh, my age bracket is slightly higher than Jackie's, I cannot tell you how many people who are in the fifty plus are interested in polyamory. Well, yeah, and I wonder for some of them, too, if it's a matter of, like, they've lived these maybe traditional mm-hmm. lives for a very long time because they felt like they had to. It often says divorced or right. have children, don't want more. Exactly, yeah. and and it's a matter of, I think, they're kind of finally living their true self. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't able to maybe when they were younger or they felt judged or they felt mm-hmm. obliged, so maybe that's a link to it. And, like, I'm all down for that. I was, live your truth. The only ones that always make me a little bit cautious are the ones that say I'm in an ethically non-monogamous yeah. or I'm currently in uh, an open relationship because my question is... Do they know? Yeah. Do they know? Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Um, but I'm glad they put it on their profile because yeah. it, it makes it really easy for me to swipe no. You know what I mean? Like, I am not interested in, you know... Um, a polyamorous situation because I'm like I said I'm jealous of a really good looking cat walking down the street you're gonna leave me for the kitty you know what I mean you know what I think is interesting though I think dating apps have made it a lot easier for people who do have very specific sexual needs to to find yeah yeah. and I think that's a definite bonus of these apps because for people who didn't know how to explore these things before now they're there's a place where they can go where there is a pool of candidates. Right. Waiting. And the other thing too is like we're just talking and I'm I mean, I'm making a huge assumption about you, but I'm assuming you're just on the traditional kind of mainstream yes. apps. Like the bumbles and the hinges and the yes. tinders of these worlds. But there are some probably really specific dating apps out well, there. Well, right? I once peeped into FetLife just to see what was going on. Girl, over there. tell me more. It um it made me very aware that even if I am open to certain things... I'm not open to... <laughs> I am... No, it's not that I'm not open. There is just a whole other universe that I didn't even know about out there. It was the specificity. And also really? the design and the commitment. Like, we're talking accessories. We're talking setup. There is hair. There is makeup. There are... So there's effort, though. Oh, so much effort, Jackie. Because when we compare it to the mainstream profiles... Oh, zero, zero. <laughs> But um, I think like there were clearly certain things like I'm not interested in baby. I'm not going to put you in a diaper. And that always like, okay. So the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately is like this whole kind of dominatrix BDSM thing. Mm -hmm. Because uh, a friend of a friend of mine used to be a dom. And some of the stories that she would tell me from like through word of mouth were like really interesting. 
And there was always this question in my mind of like, could I be a dominatrix? Could you be a dominatrix? Oh, I could. I know you could. Yeah. Girl, I feel it in you. Yeah. It's the power from within. I wouldn't, honestly, clean my house. <laughs> um, can you do me a favor and just uh, clean my house? Not even do me a favor. You have to be dom about no, it, No, right? it's just clean, clean the house. house. Lick the floor. Lick it harder. Lick it more. Yeah. There you go. Because I get a clean house. I think I have to step on your balls. Cool. Are you going to get behind the toilet bowl? Signs. You need a French maid outfit while you're cleaning the house? Not a problem. I'll get one in your size. I'm ordering Amazon Prime here within the day. But I think this is what's really cool is uh, knowing what you want and what you don't want. And clearly communicating it. So even if sexual deviant and uh, sexual deviant number two, two, uh, even if it's unwanted, God bless, they were able to ask for it. Yeah. And like the first sexual deviant was very persistent. Like I was obviously not interested and I would still get messages every couple of days being like, hey, how's it going? So uh, what is you have a busy week? You think maybe you want to come over? I'm like, hmm. No thanks. And honestly, the amount of detail that he went into with you—he went you into insane amount of about detail about the the relationship with his wife and what went wrong there and her sex drive. And oh, that's right. She, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he let me know that she had no sex drive. But can you imagine? This woman is going through the world unaware that her ex is telling rando strangers yeah. who are then telling their friends who are then putting it on a podcast. Hey, hi, exactly. Everybody. Hi, everybody. hi, everybody. Nice to see you. <laughs> No, but I'm telling you, like, there was there was a moment where I was like, because I met this guy, right? Like, the yeah. first time. So, like, there was a moment where I was like, that was probably not my smartest move. That being said, like, six people had his picture, name, you know, and, you know, any other kind of information in the event that I would go missing. But, yeah. Exactly. He was, uh, he was a strange dude. My God. But, yeah, so now my question is, what am I putting out there that's attracting these guys? Because, mm-hmm. like... These are very specific things. These are very, and very similar. Like two of them had very similar, you know. It's interesting. Right? It's, and maybe it's just the fact that because they want a very specific thing, they're being a lot more upfront as opposed to the other guys who are just cowards and don't say anything. I don't know. Okay. So what, what questions are we going to ask our faithful listeners about this? Well, number one, how have any of you received a picture worse than a dick pic being a picture of like whips, chains, etc. Or worse. Or worse mm-hmm. prior to meeting a guy. Yeah. Um, have you ever been like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even, what are we going to ask? I think, you know what, what I keep coming back to this. So this is not a surprise. Do you clearly know what it is that you are open and not open to? That's and are fair. you able to communicate it? That's a really fair question because, you know, there's always that kind of gray area where Maybe you'd be willing if it's the right person, the right time, mm-hmm. the right place. If you feel safe enough. If you feel safe enough. But like on a like on a Sunday morning, probably not. You know what I mean? Right. Like like it's not a post-latte activity. Coffee and croissant first. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, I have always said, and it's always been the truth, like if I love somebody or I feel super safe with somebody, I'm up for pretty much anything. The, the safety thing is, I think, a really big one, right? Like feeling safe in terms of emotionally safe, physically safe, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I think that there's a something there. But again, I'm just more curious what I'm putting out there because I'm going to change it if it's something clear on my exactly. profile. Is it the yoga picture I have in the back bend? All right, Jackie. Is, 
is that what it is? Maybe I got to remove it. Maybe, or maybe you just have to like lean into, into it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lean, lean into, into it. it. Uh, so let us know your thoughts. Share your stories. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And of course, you can always find us on our socials. Connect with us. Send us funny memes. We love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us for episode eight. Bye. Bye.